everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. And this is the show where we're looking at back episodes of the Heartland TV show. And we are on season 13, episodes four, five, and six. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. Michelle is here. She's back. I'm back. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, um, t- tell it us. So fun just, it was, I would also say it was just really fun just to listen last week. Um, Oh God, um, you got to be on the other yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how was Outlander Con? Um, it was really, really fun. Um, it's the first time in like maybe yeah, like two years I've done something like that with that yeah. many people. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. Um, and well organized. Um, unfortunately, like Glasgow, even though it's you know a really big city, it's not got any hotels that have the room or the capacity to do something like that um so the hotel was a little cramped and um and it was it was a a a Hilton um and it was sort of the the only option available to us um because usually it's in Birmingham um but I think because it had been postponed um because of the pandemic Uh um, for over two years he wanted to make it the organizer wanted to make it a little bit special um so he brought it up to Glasgow and it meant that, you know, Jamie Fraser himself could be there. Um, but yeah, it was really, really fun. It was just yeah. nice being in a little convention bubble for a weekend. You sort of escape real life uh, when you go to these yeah. things, you know. It is definitely fun. I'm looking forward to going to Christmas Con in August for that same kind of experience. I just... Yeah, I had um, a friend of a friend um, here in the UK that, they flew out and went to Christmas con and oh, I was really? like, yeah, maybe actually went. Um, and a lot of people obviously they don't really realize and then sort of the community, I'm in the community, community in mm. the UK, they were so like baffled by the idea of Christmas con. They were like, do you just go and celebrate Christmas? Like what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I even got, cause I'm determined I'm not going to get sick. So I got, um, Christmas themed KN95 masks to wear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, well, even the one I went to, it was, um, you know, you had to show your, you know, vaccination status or you had to show that you had a negative test within 24 hours of entering the event. Mm-hmm. Um, so even with all of those precautions and because it was, you know, Outland is so universal and you don't just have the fans of the TV show, you have the fans of the book before the oh, TV show. True. So it's so universal. So many people flew in from all over the world, Australia and a huge contingent from, from the US, like just all over. So people were just, even with all the precautions, people were going to get sick. Um, yeah. I was very fortunate that, you know, I just sort of had my normal sort of stuffy nose and, you know, I was fine in a couple of days. But yeah, a ton of yeah. people come down with, with COVID. It's just unavoidable yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. I, I just, cause I am staying in uh, California for the next weekend. So it'll yeah, be a so big bummer to. if I get sick. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> going to try everything I, I can to not get sick, but anyway, I, and I did catch up on Outlander this summer, by the way, I, I finally watched I finally binged it. So good. <laughs> so I'm with you there. <laughs> I binged like three seasons and well, two seasons. <laughs> what well, I think it was like three seasons all in, but uh-huh. Like the sort of a season and a half was all within like 
a weekend. Um, yeah. I was literally dreaming about the characters. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I need to watch something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have three very good episodes of Heartland that you got to watch. Well, I guess we should ask, <laughs> what did you think of the previous, of the beginning of season uh, 13 since you were gone last week? Um, I loved it. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, and I loved listening to, to Jess and Micah's thoughts on it. Um, I'm a little bit, you know, worried about where they're headed with Lou. It feels very repetitive. Yeah. Um, just in her sort of relationship sort of cycle that she goes on um that the writers sort of have her on but yeah I'm excited about and, and Georgie as well um I was a little bit worried in those episodes about where they were headed but I'm I'm feeling a little bit better um having watched these ones yeah I agree they just don't seem to be able to get Lou's romantic life right they just, it just I don't know it always feels rushed and then like repetitive yeah. as you said I don't know. Yeah. It's a little frustrating. It's frustrating. And Micah had a good point um, and his sort of recap of saying, like, the chemistry isn't the issue. Like, and that's so frustrating. The amount of times we've had to sit through just excruciating chemistry between actors on shows. Right. Um, because, you know, the way the show is, you know, they're the end game couple or, you know, it's sort of, you know, based on something and they're the canon couple. Um, but, you know, Heartland's been so fortunate they have you know these couples you know that have great chemistry and I think that those actors have really good chemistry it's not really the, the chemistry that's the issue it's the like I said it's sort of the the sort of cycle that we seem to always have low on and I'm not sure if it's just because you know she's in and out so much but yeah it's really frustrating <laughs> yeah yeah it really is well the first episode we're going to talk about is the eye of the storm this is season 13 episode four and it's a dangerous windstorm wreaks havoc on hudson and i i mean i guess i don't really know what the technical difference is between a windstorm and a tornado but didn't it actually have a funnel cloud yeah it had like a a tornado tornado. (laughs) yeah yeah i'm like that wasn't a windstorm (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you have all of the different characters that are all uh, have kind of different stories dealing with this tornado and I thought this is in the running for one of the best ever I thought it was very good mm-hmm. what do you yeah. think yeah very much so um I feel like Sean Johnson really carried the episode um and I, I you know the show has been going for so long and I find it really remarkable that they're able to you know, create these sort of backstories that we haven't seen yet. You know, they've been on for over a decade at this point, and yet they're able to sort of mine all of these new stories and, and sort of history. And um, I feel like it would be very difficult on the shoulders of another actor, but you know, Sean Johnson is just so he's just so good. Um, and I thought it was interesting just have the people that they chose to have him tell that story to. Mm-hmm. Um, it really worked. Um, I feel like it would have been, you know, a little bit different if, you know, Lou or Lisa or, or somebody else was there. I feel like they chose the right people to have that conversation. Um, but yeah, I really love this episode and just the way, like, you know, like you're always saying of the horses being in distress, like the way they were sort of dealing with all of these horses that were panicking and, you know, trying to get them out into the wild, like it was crazy like i don't know how they got all those horses to like panic the way they did 
Yeah, I don't know either. And it, it just built momentum so well for mm-hmm. all of the characters and their little plot lines. And I cried. I cried yeah. when when he's talking about June and mm-hmm. uh, um, that uh, the, the the and he's reading in the journal. He's given mm-hmm. me the gift of leaving. And, uh, and then Amy says, I think it's Amy, uh, or Tim, I can't remember, but you gave June her big chance. And that I I wrote down in my notes that got me (laughs) tears Um, and June died doing what she loved to do. I also, I also thought Luke was so good in this episode. You know, when he says you, that, uh, you, you haven't treated me the same since I, since I found that box the hat box mm-hmm. and that hole was very well done yeah yeah because yeah i mean it, it's something that and it felt very plausible that jack that's a story that jack would have kept himself you know mm-hmm. it didn't feel sort of shoehorned in it did feel very like understandable that jack would keep this to himself yeah i do feel like it's unrealistic that he would never have read that before mm-hmm like the last entry yeah she he never read it and he tells amy that june's words were what i've wanted to hear my entire life and i can't thank you enough mm-hmm. um, and i guess when there's a windstorm or a tornado uh they they put the um horses out to pasture as opposed to being in the stable which is kind of surprising yeah that was interesting. Yeah, it was to surprising me. until I saw what happened to Kirk's barn, and I was like, "Yeah, that's, that's probably safer." Yeah, um, that's true. Find, yeah, a natural way to sort of, you know, shield themselves, um, than you know, being around man-made things that can collapse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can tell that this episode was made in sort of peak Heartland popularity. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. if we're still in that that arc, <laughs> but uh, in 2019, October 13, 2019 is when it's aired. And uh, and just, I mean, this had a pretty hefty budget, I would think, this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not even like a mid-season finale or like a premiere or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's obviously part of a two-parter, but yeah, you can definitely tell that, you know... <laughs> they definitely spent a big chunk of their budget on this one yeah they're boarding up all the windows and preparing for the storm have you ever i mean i guess have you ever been in any kind of tornado or like that kind of storm uh no i'm very fortunate um in where i live that we don't really deal with that um it's been pretty bad sometimes but nowhere near like you see things on tv of, of things in the states and you're just like <laughs> it totally blows your mind of like the type of weather um you guys have yeah. to deal with but yeah nothing like that yeah we i've been in we had like a tiny little tornado which was totally random here in salt lake <laughs> that that was memorable just because it was so weird that this was when I was in college Mm -hmm. and I'm like what there's a tornado happening but it was it was really small but then the I guess the bigger one that I've been in was uh when I was on my mission in Indiana this was in 2004 and 
I have some pretty crazy pictures of my companion and I out in the, because we didn't know because when you're on your mission, you don't uh, watch news or, or you don't watch television at all, or, you know, listen to the radio. So aside from the tornado warnings, uh, sign, uh, signal that they, they do, um, when it's pretty close, you know, to things happening anyway, we, we were like completely oblivious, you know, we're out there and I, but we took, there's some pictures of us with <laughs> one with my companion holding the umbrella and it's like popped out and she's like trying to hold on to it in the wind. It was, it was crazy. But, um, but anyway, that it only ended up, it's still, that one only ended up, uh, damaging a couple buildings, but mm-hmm. so it was still yeah, small. So, yeah. Similar here. I mean, I think the big thing in the UK is more, you know, flooding of you know, places that are very sort of low down and, and mm-hmm. their banks and, you know, yeah. a lot of communities are ruined by that. Um, but yeah, nothing, uh, nothing to, in terms of like, tornadoes or anything like that like high, we've had really strong winds and yeah things like that but yeah it was a wild experience though i'll never i'll never forget it i mean i can't imagine it being more intense that's got to be got to be wild but uh the wild horses have disappeared and that's what jack says that they'll they'll beat any weather report horses which is interesting and Luke with uh going after boots. Oh, didn't that just break your heart? Yeah. Yeah, he's so similar to Georgie oh. at that age. Of like you can definitely see Georgie doing the exact same thing for Phoenix when she first came to Heartland. hmm Yeah, true. If anything happens to Boots, I'll never forgive you ever. Yeah, he's like cruel. <laughs> oh man. It's it was a it was a, a an intense moment and and then uh so ty and amy are very stressed out about this whole kirk thing Mm -hmm. and i guess i don't really believe that one troll on the internet would completely ruin their business that seems like a lot especially when she's been so praised for it to kind of go the other way for one person I mean, I I feel like most people are just like, oh, you know, whatever. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of back and forth on it. If you sort of look at it as as you know, it's a small community, and you know, it's it's but people travel all over to come and see Amy, so that's the part where I'm like, it's you know, not very believable that one guy making like, you know, dozens of you know, anonymous accounts sort of ruin someone. Um, yeah. It doesn't seem as, as sort of believable, but if, you know, that the, and also it feels like the, the people in, you know, Hudson and sort of the surrounding areas sort of know who Amy is. So mm-hmm. they didn't really pay any mind to that. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like this Kirk storyline is probably the only thing that I'm a little bit weary on. Um, with these, you know, mm-hmm. first you know, six episodes of like it's been all, it went on a little too long for me. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, I do appreciate that they gave him like valid motivation. I mean, he is has cause to be very upset with them 
for Mm -hmm. them almost killing his horse like i can understand why especially when you learn about his wife and that the horse was his wife's and everything you can understand that so they didn't just make him like a crazy person Mm -hmm. Um, he's definitely angry uh, but he has some cause which i appreciate yeah yeah and even that like it's it didn't really make sense that you know Amy would make that decision of bringing Phoenix to Heartland when yeah I mean I, I know true. that she didn't she didn't know that he had that particular disease she just thought it was like a, a flu type thing but even at that like it's not like you know Phoenix would have been in a bad situation um mm-hmm. at the airport he had a vet looking after him so yeah it's the whole thing could have been avoided if they just listened to the vet yeah well so Kirk threatens a restraining order, which in my opinion, from everything I've ever heard, uh, I think restraining orders are totally worthless. They're, there's no, they don't do any good. Yeah, I mean. people, people just do <laughs> yeah people just do what they want. And I mean, I guess it gives you a little bit more, uh, more uh proof i guess in court later on but the idea that that's actually going to stop people from being in your space if they want to be in your space uh then is is probably not realistic Mm -hmm. but ty is determined to keep talking to kirk because evidently he is completely ruining their business they have uh, no clients and they also have uh uh, they told the contractor to stop building. So, I also find it a little bit crazy that house. they're going ahead with the house without any type of savings. <laughs> yeah, well, just, I mean, we've talked about this sort of, before. Why yeah. doesn't Amy, I feel like Amy should have a lot of savings? She's been mm-hmm. working since she was 16 years old and. Mm-hmm a full-time job she she doesn't have any mortgage or rent to pay uh so i don't understand why she doesn't have a lot of savings yeah and when you consider the sort of stuff that the type of stuff that lou does you know like the type of stuff she finances i don't understand why amy isn't in the the same position (laughs) i mean she doesn't have any student loans she hasn't been to call like there's no reason she doesn't have like a fancy car there's mm-hmm. i just don't understand why she doesn't have a lot of money saved up yeah it's weird. it makes no sense <laughs> but uh then we have ty confronting kirk uh Tur- kirk says to leave uh and ty tells him to put the uh, horses out um and it flips back and forth, back and forth. Uh, uh, and they end up, the, the guys at Heartland, what's it's Tim and Luke and Amy and Jack. That's it, right? Yeah. At Heartland. And yeah. so they go in the shelter, in the cellar. Um, and, and they get Remy in. That was a little bit tense. When yeah. I I was like, oh, no. For a second, that's like, oh, damn. and then ty goes over to kirk's and in the middle of the storm 
and uh, he tries to convince him, like I said, to put the horses out. And uh, Serge, Sarge is obviously a handful because he's always been. Mm-hmm. And uh, they end up the uh, they they end up getting Sarge out, but in the uh, but they get pinned under in the barn with the storm. And all this was very well done. I just I just thought the way that they it was the editor deserves I think the biggest credit in this one. <laughs> I thought it was very well put together as far as and even the music was really good. And it just mm-hmm. I think you could watch this. This would have would have been a good one to watch with Ryan. You know, somebody who's just like a standalone who yeah. hasn't watched all the seasons. This is a good episode, I think, for someone like that. If you wanted to introduce them to Heartland, uh, mm-hmm. this would be a good episode, I think. Yeah, pretty much so. And even just like the collapse of the barn was done really well um, for like a TV budget. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. You know, yeah. Hey, this is David from the Piecing It Together podcast, a podcast about movies and the movies that inspire them. For over four years each week, a guest and I take a look at a new movie through the lens of what other movies we think were either an influence or connect in some other way. It's a fun, unique way to discuss films that leads to a great list of other movies to check out that either explore the same themes and ideas or maybe utilize similar filmmaking techniques including special episodes in our side series that twist the format we've done over 200 episodes so there's bound to be one on a film you've been thinking about and want to dig deeper into so check us out on all the major podcasting apps and at piecingpod.com have there's a desk in the cellar and it turns out that was june's desk that jack set up for her and he says i loved my sister very much it always felt like me and June against the world, especially against our father. He was tough. And, uh, and so he sets up the desk for her so she could get some peace from her, their father. And, uh, she wish he goes off to the rodeo. She was sure I would win it all, but I didn't realize it would mean losing her. And that was very well done. It got yeah. me. Yeah. It was yeah. very well done, and I think the, the sort of it's an interesting idea to add in that Jack never actually wanted Heartland, considering like yeah, you know the way he feels about it. But then on the flip side, it makes sense that he cares so much about it because of what it meant to his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so it worked in both senses. Um, and Sean just he was just so good in this scene. Yeah, and like we said last time, they have uh sean um sean's son playing mm-hmm. uh playing young jack uh shay johnston and i think that was brilliant it was very yeah. well done was yeah very smart. It can, yeah that could have went very badly but mm-hmm. i feel like you know shay I, I believe he works behind the scenes on the show oh so yeah very, yeah for many years so like i believe he's like a director's assistant or something like that so yeah, he's like very familiar with the show and has seen his dad, you know, as Jack and mm-hmm. obviously probably has a lot of the same mannerisms and stuff. So yeah, it worked really well. Yeah. And, and I thought he did a good job. I think he was a good, yeah, very good actor. So, yeah. It wasn't yeah, just a so, stunt casting. No, 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 not at all. Um, yeah. And I believe, I, I'm not sure, but I think it's like his first thing he's ever done as an actor and Mm-hmm. Very impressive, like yeah, talk about being thrown in a defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so we also have Lou 
and Peter trying to talk to Georgie. That's kind of the other hub. You have Lou, Peter, Georgie, Katie in one of the, um, one of the dude ranch cabins. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to talk to her about applying for school. And uh, she hasn't applied for college yet. And I don't know. It's an interesting thing as a parent, like how much do you push and how much do you give space? I mean, she doesn't have to go to college at all. I mean, Amy didn't go to college. Yeah, but she just, just <laughs> right. If she wants to work in in basically shadow Lisa, and yeah. you know learn learn that career, I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with that. But Lou really wants her to go to college. I mean, she's she seems to just be upset that that Georgie just doesn't have a plan. Yeah. Um, which you know it's not that uncommon for somebody that's 18 yeah not at all like i feel like we was in such a panic mode over this and it's like not a big deal at all it's like considering like the 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 sort of stuff that georgie has done up until now like the idea that she would like some breathing space is like that that's so understandable Mm-hmm. Um, you know she's so been she's been so full on for years with the jumping and the, the sort of competing. Um, yeah, the idea that she would want to take a second and figure out her next move is very understandable. And she's eighteen. I think that's yeah. Not everybody yeah. has sort of a plan for their whole life the way that Lou probably did. Um, and even at that, like her plan obviously changed. So yeah. Yeah, I over the top. (laughs) It didn't make for probably a peak Katie moment though. I thought it was really funny when she's like, "It's nice being together." Don't worry, I know you're the worst. But but she says, "I miss being a family like this sometimes." That was sweet and funny. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's good. And and she says that uh, Georgie says starting college means saying goodbye to competing. And, and then Lou says, if anyone can juggle being a student and competing, it's you. Yeah, that seems a lot, though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when, to put on someone. when you're talking the Olympics, I mean, mm-hmm. again, I just don't think they should have bring the Olympics into it. I think <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's just a barrier for me. But uh-huh. I feel like that's where it's like, no, you cannot go to college and be ready, preparing for the Olympics. There's no way. I mean, maybe correspondence or, you know, online or whatever, maybe. But. Yeah. I mean, the only athlete that I'm aware that's sort of done that is the, oh God, his name is completely jumped out of my head, but it's the the American figure skater, um, Nathan, Nathan Chen. Oh, yeah. He's Utah. Yeah. Yeah. He's he went Utah. to, I think he went to like Harvard or some like university like huge oh, university did? and competed at the olympics wow um, but he's the old but every other athlete every other skater that i'm you know familiar with mm-hmm. you know they pretty much lived at their <laughs> at their rank um at their rank sorry yeah that's amazing that, yeah, that's incredible like, he's like superhuman so it makes sense to yeah. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh she I mean and I guess you don't necessarily have to be full time if she can mm-hmm. take a couple classes and, and be a um and be a com- competitor but it seems like she's taking a break and 
we also uh, get uh, June's last entry uh, that, like we said, that um, that made me cry and <laughs> we talked about, but she says, uh, dad's letting me help. I'll be out in the fields today, just like Jack. Someday I'm going to help other horses at Heartland. Now I have a chance to show Jack and dad I can do it. He's given me a gift of leaving. And uh, so that was very moving. Yeah, I thought he did a good job of um, the time period of making it look, you know, obviously it couldn't be like crazy authentic, but I feel like they did a good job mm-hmm. of making it look, um, you know, time appropriate to when this would have been happening. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And, and then we have Ty and Kirk getting uh, getting pinned down under the rubble of the of the barn, and mm-hmm. they can't move. And uh, so they have to kind of work together to move the the rubble. I mean, they were lucky that nothing was broken. Yeah, it's just like typical Ty of like. <laughs> almost died when he's going to help someone well yeah and and then um ty says to kirk who is carla and finds out his wife sarge was her horse and then kirk says you saved them ty you're the hero today i know that i'm gonna make sure everyone else does too so if only all internet trolls could be solved (laughs) by a tornado (laughs) A near-death experience. Yeah. Alas, that is not the case. Uh, but then when Luke runs to find Boots, that was just so cute. I love Luke so much. He's so good. Mm-hmm. And he really sells the connection between him and Boots. Um, you know, it is very similar to the horse relationship to our main characters that we've seen so far. But yeah, he's really like convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so what did you think about the whole moment with Lou and Peter and Lou saying, I love you? Like, was that awkward at all or, or just sweet? I feel like it, it, it's, it's a little awkward, but also like... It's nice that they're finding a way to co-parent. It's nice, yeah, it's nice to find a way to co-parent and, you know, you don't stop loving someone just because you fall out of love with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that is, you know, very much comes across with their relationship. Um, and it's nice because we have been through so much with them. Um, yeah. Them, yeah. It, and there's also, I think there's always going to be that, you know, sense of jealousy of, you know, this, you know, the person that I'm divorced is sort of succeeding in a, a part of the life that I'm not. Um, I feel like that will always be there, but. I also feel like it's important that they show that the love will always be there as well. Especially, they're going to be in each other's lives for the next, you know, 10 years or however long it will be until Katie's 18. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah, it's always a little awkward with those two because you just never yeah. know when it's going to pull a fast one on you and make sure. <laughs> yeah. And so then Georgie fills out the application. We have a really nice conversation between tim and jack tim saying he had no idea about jack's dad 
and make sense of why you wanted Marion to come out of her life. And, and maybe I understand you more completely. So that was a nice moment, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you give this episode one to 10? Um, I think I want to give it a 10. I think it's really yeah. good. I agree. Like, I give it a 10. For what this show is trying to do, I think it, it's, I have really no flaws with it. I mean, it was very well done. So we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Well, the next episode is called Fairy Tale. And uh, it's Amy and Ty worry about the impact of a surprise visitor will have on Luke. So basically in this episode, you have uh, the fairy tale part of it is uh, this horse, Ophelia. Uh, I forget, uh, I forgot to write down what kind of a horse she is, but she's very beautiful. The horse. Ophelia. Yeah, it was different. It was different looking. I'm uh, not sure. Sure, I forgot to write that down. But, but yeah, and she's beautiful, and she's basically like a collector's item for this lady. The and it's are their first client since the since the Kirk debacle. Um, so they're pretty excited about it. Big part about this episode is we have Andrea uh, coming back and uh, t- getting Luke and a surprise visit. He, she okay. gives him a drone, special expensive drone. And uh, yeah, she she is very kind of suspect. We find out that she's bipolar, but she's getting help for it. But it just makes you really insecure that she's gonna that she's gonna take Luke the whole time. Uh, and I guess what did you think about all this? Yeah, I thought it was handled really well. Um, and it's something that you know Amy and Ty will have to deal with if you know they want to continue you know fostering kids of like dealing with parents and dealing with you know the boundaries and. I thought it was really well done just in terms of like Amy and Ty and, and the things that they're going to have to face in the future. Um, and I also think um, the show naming what mental health, uh, you know, you know, naming what her illness is was mm-hmm. a big step. They don't tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was a really good step. But it was very clear to me that she was bipolar, but um, I didn't think the show would actually say that. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was, you know, a step forward for, for the show, but 
yeah, I, I feel like they, they sort of built the tension very well. Um, and I also don't think that they made Andrea a villain in any way, shape or form. I thought they handled that really well, you know, as well as, of, you know, her seeing the life that Luke has and a, a life that she might not be able to be able to give him. Um, thought that was, you know, done really well. Yeah, and when she takes him for ice cream, mm-hmm. you do worry that, oh my gosh, she's going to take him, take him. And yeah. they're going to call the police. And she's like, why would you call? And she's, they're like, we're responsible for him. Yeah, you think little, she'd oh, at yeah. least understand that. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a great moment for Luke when he says uh, that when he says, I'm not good, I was scared. I was scared we weren't coming back. Yeah. Yeah, that's that got to be hard for, for Andrea to hear as well. Like, what's next for Luke? Um, because although Andrea's, you know, getting better, she's still going to need a lot of support. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. You know, medication and therapy can only do so much. You know, you have to really work at things like that. Um mm-hmm yeah well and it just makes you admire what foster parents do oh, yeah. mm-hmm. i couldn't do it yeah i i don't think i could do it either i i i really uh, admire anyone that can you know do that for any length of time like long term mm-hmm. um i'm just you know saying goodbye to those kids must be so hard i remember talking to jen Lilly about this and she had she is fostered to adopt two of her children mm-hmm. and she's a bit ad- big advocate for, uh, for foster care. And she always says, you know, you can't hold back the love. You have to love all the way. And mm-hmm. that would be really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, amazing props to the people who do it and do it well that's really a, an incredible thing uh, but we have two other plots going on in this episode we have mitch and lou at this rustic cabin um they stumble upon another place of a uh, piece of land there called as they call it aspen grove and uh, mitch wants to to buy a place and then uh, move in together but Lou isn't ready for that. Um, and she starts kind of getting really upset about it. And she just says she needs more time. And that would be hard for me because, <clears throat> because I'm just a, I'm the kind of person that once I make up my mind, I just want it to be done. I want to, let's do it. Why are we waiting? You know, like that is yeah, just not my personality. <laughs> <like> yeah. <laughs> That feels like that's very much where Mitch is at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I don't know. Like, for instance, when I was going to college, I decided my major very quickly and I finished in three years because that's just how I, it's like, okay, I got to get it done. Let's do it. Uh, and I think that if I were to get in a relationship and got engaged or, you know, whatever, I would want, I don't think I would have a very long engagement. I would just want to get it done. Let's go get married. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just who I am. So I can understand Mitch here. Yeah. I was also just very confused of why they randomly bought 
property when they don't have a place to live. And then in the next episode, Mitch is getting a loan. I'm like, well, you wouldn't need a loan if you didn't just buy a ranch as a holiday vacation. Like, you live there. Why are you buying? (laughs) Yeah, it seems kind of a random property for a vacation home, like in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, not far from where you live. I guess he can put the cows there, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of random. Yeah. I was like, oh, are you going to like live there? (laughs) <laughs> that mm-hmm. makes more sense but yeah no they're just gonna go there at the weekend <laughs> they really enjoy riding this horse ophelia and mm-hmm. georgie tells the owner that she's not some kind of piece of art you can put on display mm-hmm. um, so um yeah. and then uh, uh tim ends up taking so there ends up being the second conflict in this episode is you have sam played with sean roberts that uh th- that doesn't want them going on his land because mm-hmm. they want to go on the land to try to find champ who's missing. Uh, and uh, so they're looking all over. And so then Tim takes Luke's drone and, and Sam shoots it in the air and destroys the drone. And so then he has to go buy a new one for Luke. And Luke's like, why is it still in his box? <laughs> I don't know. I thought all that was funny. Yeah. I really like Sam. Um, I feel like they're setting him up to be like a nice guy that Tim is just going to try and make a villain out of for no reason other than he's Tim. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think Sam did anything wrong here. I think he's just like kind of annoyed by Tim, um, understandably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he really does worry about them being on his space or whatever. I don't know why he doesn't just let them yeah. If it's not actually there, why he doesn't just let them ride around in his land for you know a couple hours looking. But mm-hmm. yeah, he is being stubborn about it. And uh the they say to the uh Ophelia owner, they say Heartland is that rare place where the horse always comes first. Mm-hmm. And then Luke and Katie find Champ with the wild horses. So uh, what would you give this episode one to ten? Um, I'll give it an eight. Yeah, I really like this one. Yeah, that was, that, that's fair. That's good. All right. Then the last episode we have this week is called A Time to Remember. Georgie's graduation has finally arrived, but so has a mysterious figure from her past. <laughs> that makes it sound quite <laughs> <laughs> the thriller or something. Um, a lifetime movie. <laughs> Uh, so we have a, uh, a horse called shooting star, which Lisa is trying to train to be a hunter jumper. I don't know what that means, but no idea. <laughs> jumper. I understand, but I don't understand what a hunter jumper is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We learn something new about horses every week on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. um, so they're trying to train the horse and. And then we also have Georgie's graduation, as the summary said, and uh, she is kind of got, you know, mixed feelings and you have Adam who's hyperventilating about giving his speech. Um, And we get some clips of the best of Wyatt, Adam and Georgie. (laughs) This is a small graduating class. 
Yeah, very small. Yeah, there was like 20 kids for the most. Yeah. yeah. So they have a small high school in Hudson. Of course, we've never seen the high school ever. I don't think. Yeah. The season one pilot, I think we saw, and then it was done. <laughs> we never saw Amy go to school again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then we have this new person, this mysterious figure from her past, uh, Quinn McGregor, uh, and he's buying a stud horse, uh, but he's really not there for that. He's there to find the girl. And evidently, Quinn and Georgie had quite the thing in, in the uh, Euro camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why she had such a great time. <laughs> Um, so Jordan Burchette is now part of Heartland after this. Uh, he's in a bunch of episodes as Quinn. This is our new relationship for Georgie. What do you think? Yeah, I really liked them together. Um, I felt like their chemistry was there from the get go. And I felt mm-hmm. like it was a really good, um, introduction to Quinn. I feel like a lot of the time the show sort of, you know, like like they did with Mitch, they kind of make them a little bit of a jerk, and then all of a sudden it was very nice. But I feel like they they didn't really do that with Quinn. He was just he's just a nice guy, and I hope that you know there's no sort of hidden agenda or or anything sort of you know. I forget that the other sort of love interest Georgie had last season or the season before of the other jumper who was kind of oh yeah Matthew Reese. Yeah, a little bit like you know, you Dylan. Really, yeah, Dylan. Yeah, you couldn't really trust him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Quinn might be a bit more of a mature relationship for Georgie. I was a little bit concerned when they said he was twenty-one, um, but if Georgie's eighteen, then you know, fair enough. But I was a little bit surprised that Heartland did that. Yeah, <laughs> so. I was a little surprised with that too, and. I mean, it's just so much drama. Like I've, I've said a million times that you, in my opinion, when you're in high school, you should just date for fun. You shouldn't, yeah. <laughs> you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't have all these intense relationships. I mean, I guess sometimes it can be avoided. You just, you know, you feel how you feel, but I think if somebody were asking me for advice, I would say just group date, just have fun. Don't get anything serious in high school. Yeah. But Heartland is so like obsessed with the long distance relationship aspect. Yeah. Like nobody can stay in the same place other than Amy and Ty. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, distance is like a huge issue. Well, Hallmark's the same way. Like that's the yeah. favorite conflict of like we live in different cities. I'm, <laughs> and I'm tired of it because it's so easily solvable. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you just move. Like love is more important than wherever you live. Like mm-hmm. I don't. Want- I don't care. It, it, there's no place to live that's more important than your actual relationships mm-hmm. with with people. I don't know. I'm just tired of that as a conflict. I really am. <laughs> but, and I know long distance relationships aren't like the best, but especially by this time it's 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a way easier, way mm-hmm. easier. Um, so we have Jen and Peter holding hands. It's a little awkward for Lou, but she is a grown up and she handles it. I guess pretty good. Uh, and 
And then we have Jade throwing this like epic uh, party, graduation party for um, for Georgie. And she does get it all together pretty quick. DJ. Yeah, yeah Jade will party. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe there's not a whole lot of other events going on in uh, Hudson. Yeah. The party was for Jade and not for the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So then Mitch is trying to get the guys to buy this herd that's a high quality herd. But they won't do it. So he decides that he's going to go buy it himself and have it at Aspen, Aspen Grove. And then, uh, and then he meets with Fred and they're going to have Aspen Grove beef competing with Harlem beef. So I'm not looking forward to this one. <laughs> well, it doesn't really, again, it doesn't make sense. Like how can they have enough at Heartland for this giant chain? Like, again, I'd understand if it was like artisanal beef or something like that, but for a, a, like a grocery chain. Yeah. It just doesn't make um, sense. Yeah. And I'm not sure what the, the, the herd that he just that Mitch just bought is that going to be bigger than the Heartland one or is it the same? Like we have no information to go on other than it's the big day. Yeah. Well, so Georgie ends up dancing with Quinn and they end up kissing. Wyatt sees it. Mm-hmm. And Wyatt says later on, he says uh, that they can't go on the trip together. Because I still have feelings for you. When I saw you kiss Quinn, I felt like my heart got ripped out of my chest. We should say goodbye for real this time. And I thought that the actor playing Wyatt did a pretty good job in that moment. Yeah, he did a really good job. Um, I just got really frustrated with Wyatt just because, again, it's down to, you know, the writing and, you know, him sort of being so, you know hot and cold and yeah wishy-washy how he, yeah how he felt about georgie being in a relationship not being in a relationship and it just felt like so back and forth and so like he couldn't make a decision therefore i just got really frustrated with it um so i was kind of over it and i'm sort of glad that they have moved on but yeah that scene was performed really well um mm-hmm. so like, he walks the line of like emotion really well um, it doesn't go too over the top. Um, yeah, it's really well done. Yeah. So then we have Tim getting very upset with Mitch. Um, and, and they're going to be, like I said, in competition. Uh, Lisa makes Georgie muffins. Uh, after she, Georgie gets into the university, Lisa makes Georgie muffins and says she's thinking about managing, if she's thinking about managing horses. Uh, that uh, she should come and you know work in in uh, Fairfield. So Lisa offers the job to Georgie, and and then it turns out she's going to be mucking the stalls. Uh, and uh, Lisa's like, it all starts at the bottom, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, good on Lisa. Like nobody gets preferential treatment here. We all start the same way. <laughs> I did think the ending with. Quinn and Georgie all in white looking like a perfume ad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little cheesy. Yeah, it was very cheesy. Um, <laughs> it was a little bizarre. It's a strange choice. <laughs> Didn't it? Can you just seem like obsession at the end or something like that? <laughs> oh, 
all in white. <laughs> I don't know what the uh, uh, approved perfume is for, for, for cowboys and cowgirls, but anyway, it, it would be a good one if they were uh, making one perfume ad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd say I'd give this one, I mean, the graduation was very sweet and it was a really nice moment for the, you know, the whole cast and, you know, kind of look back on everything that we've experienced with Georgie. So that was nice. Um, and so I don't know, I, I'd give this one an eight, I think too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, let us know if you're listening, what you would give these three episodes and what you think of them. We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments section or on Twitter. And uh, Michelle, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Michelle Ivory. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Round Tomatoes. Check that out. Also make sure that you're following the podcast, Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews five stars. It really helps us a lot. And if you are uh, listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store and the merch store has Heartland inspired merch. So definitely check that out. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye.